I also didn't want Gabriel to think that I was like, fine, he can go up. You know, I wanted him to be like, hey, man, thank you for, you know, being part of the show, blah, blah, blah. And he was really kind. I was like, hey, man, what's going on? <clears throat> It'd been funny. You were like, hey, man, what's going on? I'd be like, yeah, man, can you get me, uh, can you get me <laughs> some chips and a uh, club soda? I would have probably not told him I was a, I was a headliner. I would have been like, right away, sir. I'll be right back. What's going on? Welcome to the Nobody's Happy Podcast. The podcast that knows what you did last summer. Um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm here. It's uh, it's a Wednesday. Uh, I'm I'm about to get ready for um for Friday, man. Uh, I want to record something on Friday. Like I said, I don't know if it's gonna come out. I got this feeling it's a uh, I got a feeling that I waited too long to record it, and now it's kind of like Because it's it's some like pandemic stuff um and I could tell that it's been decreasing like uh it's not it's not hitting the same, so I might just end up um uh, uh eating shit on on Friday <clears throat> oh well, I'm doing a Valentine's Day show, so i'll I can uh, readjust and then uh, record then. But I want to put something out by uh, by the end of this um, by the end of this month. Uh, I fucked up my knee. Um, I mean, I mean, it's not fucked up. It's just uh, it's like I was saying in in, uh, in the other podcast. Uh, I, f- I fractured it a long time ago, and then uh, it it was it got smaller, right? It atrophied, but I don't think it ever it ever got back to to like to normal size well i know it didn't get back to normal size because it's slightly smaller than this one but i've been doing some exercises that i found online yeah man but uh i have been i have been working out just to like just because i could i could feel death around the corner like uh not in the sense of like i have a premonition that i'm gonna die but just knowing that i can't like i can't push through pain like i used to i can but there's consequences to it now. Like when when I was 25, you know, you, that was easy. Like tw- uh, 19, 20, you know, push through the pain. I I hobbled on my on my fractured kneecap for like two months, like a month and a half, because I didn't know it was fractured. And it was kind of when you're in the infantry, it's kind of discouraged to admit that you're in pain in any kind of way. So whatever you do, you don't want to go to the. Uh, to the what is it not, not the not the nurse's office to sick uh sick bay you don't want to go to sick call uh cuz then everybody uh, everybody looks at you like you're a bitch actually i don't even think that's the case i think they make you think that that's what everybody's thinking but um i always i always respected the guys that they were like you some kind of fucking pussy and they just be like like i need to go to the doctor right cuz i was a kind of idiot they were like well, we going for a sick call, Sanchez. Your arm's broken. Just fucking, you know, do some lunges and warm up. Do some, uh, do some side straddle hops. 
This shit will get you uh, get you going again. <clears throat> yeah, but that's that's about the only reason I I ever work out just to stay healthy, you know. And I've been trying not to drink as much. By the way, everybody on this uh on 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 this comment section, you guys are really really nice, man. I appreciate that. I've gotten everything, every kind of positive advice that you can get. Like I've gotten the uh like really cheer for you we're here for you you can do it kind of uh encouragement and i've also gotten like like stepdad i love you but you're not mine so i can talk to you like shit uh kind of like get your lazy ass to work and you gotta do this and stop fucking doing that and stop getting so high i can't dude i'm only 30 oh my god i'm gonna be 37 i should probably stop smoking so much um I, you know, everybody, I think everybody matures at their own pace. You know, I certainly don't drink the way I used to. I don't party the way I used to. Um, I, I'm actually a fairly, you know, tamed human being. Uh, but you know, when I go out, I like to fucking go out, man. I like to, I like to, I like to feel like the, uh, the drunk equivalent of, uh, of like letting go of the steering wheel and then clapping your hands three times and then just grabbing it back. No, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I was trying to find a creative way to express what a fucking stupid drunk I am sometimes. The point is I don't I don't drink like I used to and I've started working out, you know. Not like hardcore, like just like body weight, calisthenics, right? Body weight stuff. You know, I do a couple of lunges, some push-ups. You know, that shit is good for you, man. It feels like I'm an addict through and through, man. That's why I, I, I that's me chasing the dragon every time uh, I work out. Like, I want to feel sweat because that shit pumps my head full of, like, like a good feel, man. Like, like a good feel. It's like, it's like close to like, uh, like doing drugs, man. Like, like, like not. I don't mean drugs like weed, you know, but like them, uh, how should I say, expert drugs. Uh, I get the same kind of feeling doing, um, doing exercise. If I do a good workout, which is why I got to lay off my knee now so I can, uh, I think that dude was right. Yeah. Like he, what did you say? Uh, it was like a back thing. Your back was all fucked up. Because it's uneven and you pop your back. I think it's something like that. But I also found out that there's like a ligament that goes, that attaches from your the top of your leg. And then they like criss, they crisscross on your kneecap. And then they go down to grab the bottom of your leg. So apparently, like in order to fix the pain on your knee, you have to do like these weird, like hello, hello dollies. Like where you lay on your side and you lift it up. Like, you know, like you're a... I don't know, like like you're an aerobics lady from the uh, 80s and 70s, uh, and that that actually like it it it, it uh, relieves the pain on your knee. It's the f weirdest fucking thing. I've been watching a bunch of YouTube videos, and your ankle for some fucking reason, also like uh, ankle strength and some kind of glute. Uh, I think there's like three, four different kinds of glute muscles or some shit. 
This is why I could never be a, uh, a what do you call it, a fitness influencer. <clears throat> God, that's got to be awesome, dude, to be a fitness YouTuber. Like to to just be like your your fun, the thing that you love to do, because it's it, there's no way they're not getting a good fucking uh, juice in their head from uh, no pun intended uh, f- from working out, and you're taping it. And you're making money off of it. <clears throat> I should I should become a fucking I should just give up this comedy shit, right? And then just start fucking doing like uh no equipment fucking workout routines and shit. Like the Iron Wolf or the Burpee King. You guys know who those guys are? Iron Wolf and Burpee King? It's these dudes that just do burpees. Right, I don't know if you know what a burpee is, but it's uh, what did my sister call it in the Marines? She said they call them suicide drills. It's basically a thing where you jump up, you go down into a push-up position, you do the push-up, you jump back onto a squat, and then you go up again, squat down. Anyway, look up uh, Burpee King and uh, Iron Wolf. These dudes do like. An hour and a half of just doing that. Just the same exercise. And it's a dude from the Marines, Iron Wolf, and Burpee King. Is this, uh, I mean, uh, I'm going to take a wild guess and say that this dude has been locked up before. Because <laughs> he's got that, he's got that demeanor, you know, like, like he he's probably cool but he's probably a little too much into the term respect and it might get you in trouble uh <clears throat> i know cuz my uh my buddy uh my buddy uh edward knows a lot of dudes uh from prison cuz he went to prison uh i got to do i one day i want to do this podcast like like maybe where i do it like once a month I have like a guest but it's like a one-on-one thing you know instead of having like a bunch of people which I like that format too but um I'm not um I tend to just kind of hang back when those those uh bigger podcasts um are going down uh what was I getting at oh yeah how the fuck did I get to? Oh yeah, because I was talking about being a fitness influencer. Oh, I mean, I guess that's about it. That's all I had. <laughs> now that would be nice, man, to exercise, right? Get paid to exercise. Get paid to better yourself. There's nothing that betters yourself about stand up other than you learn. You learn how to. <laughs> You learn how to lie more elegantly to people in order to make them laugh. Oh, you know how to bullshit more elegantly. <clears throat> Speaking of which, I had uh, I had this comedian, uh, a buddy, asked me a question about something that I was talking about, and I <clears throat> I wrote down something like to to. Uh, I think it was a question about like something that I had uh, mentioned on the podcast about writing. And, you know, I learned I, I really like when I care about something like I 
it doesn't even feel like I'm putting in effort. Because he was like, thanks for writing this this down. And I was like, ah, oh, that's weird. I did. I really did take some time to, to go through that. You know, it took like 30, 35 minutes, 45 minutes. But it didn't feel like a, it certainly didn't feel like a waste of time because it's almost like it, um, like it puts your, your mind to, to exercise recalling certain things that you technically already know, but you, you can forget. And I was telling him just about one, one, uh, one way of writing. Cause I think there's different ways of writing, right? Certainly for stand up. Uh, and I, I have like, you know, a couple of different ways that I write depending, honestly, depending on how much, uh, how much I'm feeling it, you know, cause if I'm feeling it, man, all, all I have to do is just kind of pace around and then just going over the bit that I'm trying to write or work on. And that shit just starts coming out. Sometimes I have to coax myself into, uh, sometimes it's a day long, day long process where it's like writing shit first. And then the next day, it's no sitting down. It's all standing up and looking at the notes that I wrote. And then fucking pacing back and going over it in my head. How I would say it. How I would say it out loud as opposed to just, you know, looking at it written. Or uh, reading it. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I learned that about myself. I don't know where, where the fuck I was going with that. But um, that was... That was a nice, interesting, uh, interesting thing. I guess maybe the point is that it's always good to help people because it kind of, you know, it kind of reinforces your own, uh, your own knowledge. You know, like when somebody asks you, uh, a question about something that you know how to do. All right, man, I got to finish this thing off so I can, uh, so I can get my smoke on. And go home with something to poke on. Oh my god. Dr. Dre. How dare you degrade women in that way. <clears throat> you ever tell you guys about the time that um, Gabriel Iglesias um, did a guest spot at a, at a show that I was headlining? I was headlining the uh, the Fluffy. I was headlining the um, the the comedy club uh, downtown here in San Antonio, the River Center Comedy Club. That's now, you know, rest in peace. And it was like a it was like a Wednesday or a Thursday, so there was only like I don't know, eighteen, twenty three people in the audience, and in a room that seats like three hundred fifty or some shit like that. <laughs> this is me headlining, right? I'm doing a whole week of shows. But that's, you know, that's where my, uh, where my career was. And then, uh, <clears throat> my friend, uh, my friend Rick, Rick Gutierrez, uh, he's actually like really good friends with Gabriel. Like he's toured with him and, um, this and that and the other man helping with a bunch of shit. Uh, so he comes to go, uh, he goes to the comedy club with Gabriel and right before the show start, it's about to start, he comes in, and I'm like, oh, shit, it's Gabriel Iglesias, you know? And uh, and then uh, they, they asked me, like, is it cool if Gabriel does some time? And I was like, yeah, dude, of course. Like, it's fucking Gabriel Iglesias, you know? It's fluffy, super famous dude. 
And uh, anyway, so <clears throat> my friends, you know, they go bother him, ask for a picture. You know, disrespectful like a motherfucker, right? <laughs> now, um, I went, uh, the host was already up, actually. So he had to bring up the middle act, which means the only time that uh, Gabriel could go up now was right before me. So middle act goes up. They get off stage. Boo. Right. <laughs> Actually, I don't remember who the middle act was. And then the host uh, goes up there in front of a crowd of like 20 people. And the room that seats like 350. And he goes up there and is like, guys, we have a special guest. Ladies and gentlemen, you know him as Fluffy. Gabriel Iglesias. And like as he's saying, Gabriel, like... There's a guy in the audience that goes, no fucking way, right? And Gabriel walks, like, right through the middle of of the, of the crowd, and everybody's looking at him, and they're like, ah, they're, like, losing their fucking minds, you know? Their fucking heads are about to explode. <clears throat> Dude, I've never seen somebody get a standing ovation in the introduction in a room full of 20 people, dude. That was that's how much they loved him. They were they were like holy sh and I'm in the in the side, you know, I gotta do a fucking hour. <laughs> I gotta do an hour after Gabriel Iglesias goes on stage and is adored by everyone. And he goes up there and he fucking kill and he's not even working on on like his A material, you know. He's just he's just kinda fucking around making fun of uh San Antonio. <clears throat> or making jokes about San Antonio and shit, and people are loving it, you know. And I'm sitting in the side, and I'm going like, "Fuck! I have all this new stuff that I want to try, but now I can't. You know, I can't try this new stuff because as soon as Gabriel gets off, everybody is gonna immediately feel like, "Damn, the fun's over." <laughs> And then I'm going to come up like, hey, guys, these are some jokes that I've never tried before. And maybe they suck. And I'm just going to get, you know, a beer bottle hurled at me or something. Uh, so uh, I'm waiting for, for Gabriel to, to get off. And every time he's on and I hear a bigger laugh, I scratch one more uh, new joke. I was like, well, maybe I won't try this one. And then he keeps going and he gets him laughing really hard again. And I'm like, oh, maybe I won't try these other two new jokes. <clears throat> and I'm con and I'm just keep replacing him with like older stuff that I know works. And as soon as he gets off stage, I'm like, <gasps> like fuck, dude. I can feel like super nervous. I don't even want to talk to him. I, I didn't. I don't even. Uh, I don't even remember what Gabriel talked about. All I knew was that he was talking about the Riverwalk in San Antonio, and he was crushing. And as soon as he gets off stage, man, I go up. And I just fucking stomp on the gas, dude. Like, I... I just... Like, I had a good set, but I had to pull out every good joke that I ever wrote. And I had to say it one after the other without giving him a break. Because I wanted them to feel like... Like that the show hadn't declined in quality that much. And uh, after I got off stage... I was like, did Gabriel see me? No, but <laughs> no, I got off stage. When I got on stage, I could see Gabriel leaving already uh, through the back. 
so and I got to say hi to, while while the middle act was on. Uh, I got to say hi and I was like, "Hey man, nice to meet you." Blah blah. I didn't want to. Um, I didn't want to. I don't know. I don't want to o- overstay my welcome and, and like try to take a picture and be like, "Hey man, is it cool if I take a picture?" One, he didn't. He looked like he was uh like he was not um. Like like he was in his in his own head, either thinking of what he was gonna say or or thinking about something else. And usually, I don't like uh, when I've worked with like more famous comedians. I don't like to really like get uh, get all up in their uh, business, you know. Even if it's for like, uh, can I just get a real quick picture, real quick, uh, a quick picture, real quick? Uh, I don't even like doing that, you know, because I I just feel like well, one I'm really fucking insecure, and I don't want uh, I don't want the headliner to be like, God damn it, dude, you know, on my account, you know. And uh, I usually just play it cool, but I just wanted to. Uh, I also didn't want him. I also didn't want Gabriel to think that I was like, fine, he can go up, you know. I wanted him to be like, hey man, thank you for you know being part of the show, blah blah blah. And he was really kind. I was like, hey, man, what's going on? <clears throat> It'd been funny. You were like, hey, man, what's going on? I'd be like, yeah, man, can you get me uh, can you get me <laughs> some chips and a uh, club soda? I would have probably not told him I was a, I was a headliner. I would have been like, right away, sir. I'll be right back. <laughs> But no, man, that was uh, that was the uh, the one time I uh, I got to see uh, meet Fluffy technically, although briefly, and uh, and I got to see him perform. Although, I mean, I don't remember anything because he said because I was so fucking nervous because I had to go after him and do a whole hour, and I didn't want uh, I didn't want to I didn't want the audience to 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 feel bad. That I was there. That's my main thing, you know. I don't, I don't care about being the best. I just, I just hate being the guy that almost brought the show down. If it wasn't for such a good, you know, uh, act by you know Fluffy or whoever it is that's on the show. That's always my thing. It's like I just don't want to be the person that brings the the show down. You know. Obviously, I want to do my best, but I, I don't want to bring the show down. Um, Yeah, man. But um, yeah, I guess that's uh, that's about it. We're gonna keep it short, you know. I wanna I wanna write for um, I wanna write for this Friday. Um, God damn it! I really wanna record something, you know, that I can get rid of. But I got a bad feeling of how it's gonna go. Oh well. Uh, what we can do is uh, I can tell you how it went. Uh, it's, this is, it's Wednesday. I'm going to put this out tomorrow and then, uh, I guess next, next Thursday I'll, 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 uh, I'll let you know how it went. Uh, what I'm planning on doing, uh, based on how that went and, uh, hopefully we can have some, uh, some new stand up, man. Some new stand up out here and, uh, oh, and the, um, I almost forgot to talk about, it. uh, the second hour that's already out in pieces, uh, I just want everybody to know that that's not like a preview. That is the whole hour. So I guess um, I'm going to put it together and um, 
and by putting it together, the reason it's taken me so long is one, uh, I've just, I've just been slacking, you know. But two, it's not as easy as just grabbing the hole and putting it because the that special has a story behind it, right? And and it's called unprepared for a reason because it's it's how I felt, you know. It's it's uh, I was in New York. I've been in New York for like a year, and uh, and I just I, I was I was. I was broke. I, I I couldn't get up uh stage time in fr- uh in any of the legit clubs. Um the even the open mics were like difficult to get into. And uh and and when you did, you know, it, it varied on when it was just in a bucket. You could go up dead last, you know, have uh five angry comedians looking at you and nobody else. Um Anyway, so it was a debacle, and then I get this opportunity to go headline at Cap City again. Uh, uh, and thank God Margie gave me that opportunity, and I, w- I just scrounged up all all the material that I was able to work on. Uh, I took some old material that I had thrown away from old notebooks, and I just refurbished it, re uh, rewrote it, and then I just went out there and fucking threw it out and I was drinking like a motherfucker so I was so depressed being in New York <clears throat> you know um I just had just been out of a, a relationship a four year long relationship uh, had just fallen apart right before I moved uh, out there so I was I was not in a good fucking place so I I honestly think that that uh that hour that special whatever I think it's actually like 42 minutes or some shit like that uh well I think it deserves an explanation and I want to Im- embed the 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 explanation into the uh into the special itself and I I don't think it's as good as my first because of that reason because I was unprepared I was uh unmotivated I was depressed I was drunk um living in New York away from my friends from my family uh I had just met my current uh, girlfriend, but we weren't together. I just met her before I left, and I, I thought that that was that was the end of that. I was like, "Damn, you know, I, you know, I had this relationship fall apart, and then I meet this this nice girl, and right as I'm leaving San Antonio, though, and I thought I was never gonna see her again, but um, but little did I know. Uh, so yeah, so I'm I'm out there in New York, and I'm um just hating life, and um. And yeah, I just put that shit together uh, from what I had, and that's what came out. And I I recorded the first Friday, the Friday show, the first Friday show. I fucking crushed it, and I recorded it. But then when I listened to it, uh, I realized that the I used somebody else because the the guy that I usually use uh, wasn't available. And the audience wasn't mic'd. So on Saturday when I recorded those other uh, other ones, they didn't go as well, right? Uh, for those of you that don't know, don't know, by the way, when you record a special, you record multiple shows wearing the same shirt. And then you piece it together in case some bits don't work as good in one. And uh, anyway, the, the Saturday shows, they, they weren't as good. But I was like, well, fuck it. I still got that Friday. You know, I fucking killed it. And then when I listened to that Friday one, like the audience wasn't mic'd. So the set went way better. 
but you could barely hear the audience compared to the other ones. Like you can hear the audience like, you know, by the way, I take a, I really do take it as a compliment when, uh, the fact that there's actually people out there that think that I am using a laugh track that makes me walk around with like big dick energy, big comedy dick energy where somebody was like, there's no way he's provoking that sound out of an actual crowd. Man, that feels good. But, um, but yeah, dude, look at this fucking podcast. I can barely fucking keep this shit together. Um, yeah. Uh, so I want to, uh, I want to basically film myself, uh, talking about that. I don't know when. I guess I could put something like this in there. Something like what I just said, you know, something brief. Uh, maybe talk about a couple of other things, but I want to get that done and, uh, and put it out also before February, you know? Uh, but other than that, fuck, this thing has been crooked the whole time. God damn it. How does that look? That's better. Damn it. It's going to look so stupid when it comes out. All right. Well, it's too late. I fixed it now that uh, this thing is practically over. But, uh, all right. Well, I guess I'll let you guys go. Um, y'all uh, y'all take it easy, man. Y'all be good. Y'all be safe. Wear your fucking mask. And, uh, yeah, dude. Get this money, you know. Uh, y'all take it easy, man. Thank you so much for, uh, for paying attention. Later.